Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's edition of In Depth with Beth and Seth. My name is Seth Patterson, and I am the Minister for Spiritual Formation and Theater at Plymouth Church in Minneapolis, and I am glad to be with you all again this week. And I am joined, as always, by my friend and colleague, Beth Hoffman Faith. Hello, Beth. Hello, Seth. Hello, everyone. My name is Beth Hoffman Faith, and I'm the Minister for Congregational Care and Worship, and we get to talk about Pentecost Sunday. We do. I like Pentecost. Can Mm. you explain for anybody who's listening who doesn't know what Pentecost is, the basic concept of Pentecost? Pentecost, penta meaning 50, happens 50 days after Easter, and it is the kind of commemoration of the gift of the Holy Spirit. And the biblical story that coincides with Pentecost is that all these people post Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection were gathered for an annual festival. And in their gathering, as they themselves were sort of trying to figure out what life after Jesus looked like or felt like, suddenly there was this dynamic wind and flame and the Holy Spirit came upon this large group gathering. And even though they were gathered from places far away, using different languages, in this moment where the Holy Spirit came upon them, they could understand one another. They could speak and they could all understand. And we often say that Pentecost is uh, the birthday of the Christian church as we, or as the Jesus of the Jesus movement, but we would call it the birthday of the church. Yeah. Pentecost. And yeah. it's grown up a bit since then. It's aged <laughs> sometimes well and sometimes poorly. And because of that, we wear red and there's lots of red in it. And that you is- and I both are, are happen to be wearing red today. Well, see, Pentecost just continues. <laughs> yes, purposefully. Well, completely... Pentecost is a day, so it's a day, but it's also a season in the church. That's the longest church season, and now we're, we'll be in the season of Pentecost until the first Sunday of Advent. Um, and the color for post-Pentecost day is actually green. Because uh, it's called ordinary time. It is called ordinary time, <laughs> which I don't know what that is really, ordinary time. I long for it. Um, for <laughs> Someday. Time. Yes. But well, green green represents growth and Pentecost, the Pentecost season is meant to be a time of kind of growing in our faith, growing in our understanding of God's work in the world, growing in our understanding of what it means to be a disciple. And it's, I think, important that we are talking about seasons going forward and the hoping you can find some ordinary time because you <laughs> in just a few weeks mm-hmm. are going on sabbatical. Yes, I I am. I I begin a sabbatical, a 12-week sabbatical uh on June July, July 10th through September 30th. Yesterday someone said to me, "Well, have a great year on sabbatical." And I said, Ooh. "Oh, it's it's only 12 weeks, not a year." Wouldn't that be nice? And I realized for you, that- not the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> we are in a profession that awards and receives sabbaticals. Um, I wish every person in any vocation could also be offered a sabbatical. I, I realize that it's a privilege and a gift. It's time in which the minister is to be apart from the congregation they serve, uh, to rest and restore, maybe pursue 
some special interests. I, I plan to do some travel. I plan to discern how God is calling me and uh, how to kind of re-energize my tired spirit along with some other things. Oh, like packing up my house and putting it for sale. <laughs> that will Moving will certainly help you rest your weary spirit. If there's one thing I know for a fact, moving is a helpful enterprise for a weary spirit. <laughs> right. Right. And the, and the, there's purpose in this timing uh, because my youngest daughter just graduated from high school over the weekend on Saturday. And my oldest has graduated from college two weeks ago. And my whole family is in a season of shifting and transition. And I need to be very present to them in this time. And as you know, Seth, and I think some people who are listening have an awareness that ministers are often caught in between uh, the needs of the church and the needs of their family. I have lived that for over 25 years. And to have this sort of designated time where I can just really pay attention to the people who matter the most in my life is is really a gift. And it will be really balm for my spirit. And my sabbatical actually concludes with a very exciting opportunity, and, and that is um, a long-awaited, long-planned trip with other Plymouthites uh, to Iona, Scotland, which is a tiny little island that contains an intentional Christian community. And I'm very excited about it. I've, I've longed to go to Iona for decades. So that is about the one of the last things I'll do on sabbatical. And, and that was also sort of intentional on the timing of this space away. I'm very so. excited for you and, and we will manage without you somehow. <laughs> but because of that, this podcast is also going on sabbatical. This is our last in-depth podcast until the fall. We are using this Pentecost holiday, this celebration, and the upcoming sabbatical to put the podcast on sabbatical as well. So we will return in October with more fresh insights into sermons <laughs> at this particular church in Minneapolis. And we'll have to be prepared for that first one because there'll be so much to talk about, right? It will be. It'll be a five-hour <laughs> first episode. But speaking of time, we need to get to this sermon. Yes. So we are talking today about the Pentecost sermon preached by our colleague Dwayne Davis yesterday, and it is called And Suddenly... Dot, dot, dot. The title is... I really like this title, And mm -hmm. Suddenly. And it is on Acts 2, 1 through 21. I liked it too, and especially because he kept repeating the word. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, and used it well, and it was it was helpful. I mean, it, I hope that people will go and read the sermon if they haven't, if didn't have an opportunity to hear it yesterday or watch it on YouTube, uh, because I really liked his wordplay with the word "suddenly." It, it was used well throughout the sermon. Yeah, there was a good rhetorical element of repeating the phrase and using it well, and that and it was central to what he was talking about. In that suddenly is the change. Suddenly is when things shift, both talking about it historically in the story of Pentecost and when a moment when people from various many different languages and nations uh, stopped being separated by those languages and those ethnicities and those tribal affiliations and instead became one in Christianity or what we would now call Christianity. They became one in the Jesus movement. They were all filled with the same God and movement. And that's a beautiful story. It actually strangely reminds, I thought in both times I heard it about the story in 
the autobiography of Malcolm X, when he talks about going to Mecca for the first time, he talks about how all of a sudden he encountered Muslims and and in Islam from around the world that all of a sudden it was this multicultural, multiracial, multiethnic religion that he just hadn't seen in coming up through the nation of Islam in the United States. And that the foundational language of Arabic and the foundational action of walking around the Qutub and that this is such an important piece of so many Abrahamic religions is that it is not centered on a tribalism or a certain ethnicity or a certain way of being, but rather it is focused on an action on a doing. Mm. And as Dwayne said, a speaking. That was an interesting piece for me. I have often preached on Pentecost Sunday and used the same uh, scripture story, of course, from Acts. And I have often focused on the listening piece because what's really you know amazing about the story is that someone suddenly people could understand one another. And so they began to hear and listen. But Duane flipped that a bit and he talked about now everyone was sort of empowered to speak. They were empowered to speak about what God was doing and that that was one of the shifts that had happened in the gift of the Holy Spirit. He says uh, they were no longer hearers. They were now doers, no longer just receivers of the gospel. They were now witnesses and prophets. And it is contrary to anything expected or practiced in the world. And what are prophets called to do? But to speak and testify and witness, right? And I thought that was interesting. I know that I've heard often in in Duane's sermon, some of the themes we heard yesterday too, about this sort of God is constantly at work, whether we recognize it or not, that God, you know, seeks to be known to us and works to sort of be a presence in our lives. And it's up to, to us to kind of notice that and to welcome that, but to to feel like as a community, so what does that say for Plymouth? That as a community, then we are being called to speak about what God is doing, that we're, we're called to be the, that prophet in this Pentecost season and beyond. And I liked that spin. I mean, I think listening is really important and we don't do enough of it. I'm sorry. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Listening jokes. But to be empowered to speak, particularly how about how God is moving in our midst. That's powerful. And he talks about it explicitly towards the end where he says, I believe that a fresh wind of the spirit of God is blowing again. There's a new wind of God blowing on Plymouth, rattling our doors. And we are tempted to batten down the hatches and hide away inside. We may be tempted to bet on what is familiar, but God is actively involved in transforming the world and pours out God's spirit on us so we can participate in the new thing God is doing. I suspect that he is talking more than just generally. And what an appropriate occasion yesterday to preach those words because new things are happening at Plymouth, right? Yeah. We, we welcomed nine new members yesterday. We had this extraordinary experience at 10 o'clock out on the lawn. Do you want to talk about that, Seth? So typically on a Sunday morning during what we call the program year, September through May, we have multiple options at 10 o'clock sponsored, put together by the Board of Spiritual Formation. And they are small group discussion and contemplation and a forum. But in the summer, we're just going to offer one every Sunday. And to start it off, a Plymouth member named Bonnie brought to us a drum dance group from that is rooted in the drumming tradition of, of Ghana to Plymouth called Tiyumba. 
and Fatao is the leader of it. And they set up on the East lawn, which is a space we rarely are publicly and I think need to be more. Mm. And they just started drumming and dancing and invited their 50 Plymouth members or Plymouth people out there dancing. Yes. Moving full bodied, not in their chairs, dancing, which I never thought I would see before. And it was such a wonderful hour to the point that the drug dealers on the corner stopped selling for an hour. Like we disrupted the commerce at mm. that corner with our love and presence. Uh, and it was really extraordinary. It was extraordinary. I was in the gallery with our new members and their families uh, for breakfast, and we were all enjoying being accompanied by the drum beat beating, but also watching out the window, uh, all this um just joy personified in the people movement and the all ages. It was just, it was incredible to watch. And Fatou, who is the master drummer and dancer of this group, he moved in ways that I'd, I'd never seen a human being move. It's like he would levitate and sort of throw his body in different directions simultaneously and then land very gently. It, it was, well, how he, perfect. he was incredible. How perfect for Pentecost Sunday. Talk about being filled with the spirit and having the spirit uh, sort of reign over us. Uh, it was a powerful morning yesterday. One of the examples that Dwayne uses in the sermon was how following the lead of Rosa Parks and uh, Martin Luther King Jr., the black church left the safe confines of its church and went outside. Mm. And this violent wind of Pentecost is not always comfortable. It is not always the easiest thing to do, but they went outside and they, they started to take their faith and their love outside of the walls of the church and brought it to the streets, to the communities and encountered unbelievable resistance from the white supremacist culture. We also in our smaller way, went outside of our walls, outside of our comfort and showed up in public and brought something out. And luckily mm. we didn't, I mean, in this particular instance, we didn't encounter the immovable wall of something like white supremacy, but we left, we went out, we spoke, we embodied the prophetic speaking in the mm. world. Well, the Holy Spirit, I don't believe the Holy Spirit is about being safe. It's about movement and and witness and motivation. And you're right. It must have been a pretty violent episode that first Pentecost day with wind and fire and flame and who knows what else. Yeah. We celebrate this moment that must have been both terrifying <laughs> and, and completely um, transformative. Yeah. Transformative. Yes. That's the word I was looking for. Right. And we and celebrate so it. That's right. We celebrate it. And then Duane does give us a directive at the end of the sermon. He feels that something is happening. The, the spirit in, is moving. The wind is blowing at Plymouth. So are we going to be open to the way that we're being invited into maybe some risky endeavors? Because change is risky. But he does mention change. And that has been a theme. Boy, we have all covered that, right? that concept of change. Even uh, Hannah on Youth Sunday covered change too. There's a change movement happening and it needs to happen. And, and so where is the spirit leading us and what, what might be, what kind of community might be created if we just really open our hearts to the winds of the spirit? I have hope. I have great hope as well. And for the listeners, if you're curious, that was not planned, mm. the series of change sermons. We rarely 
tell the others what we're going to preach on, mostly because I'm not sure we know <laughs> until we get closer <laughs> to the day. So this none of this was planned, but it what each of us, and including Hannah, have been called to do is to name that. Mm-hmm. So there is, I, the Holy Spirit is filling all of us and, and creating a similar and a similar need to speak about this. I will say, I think it's because we are experiencing a lot of desire to change and to continue living into that and quite a bit of resistance. And right. both of those things call out in me the need to continue to name it. Absolutely. It will be interesting uh, to step away from Plymouth for three months and to see what I re-enter. I hope it does feel differently than <laughs> I hope it so does when I left. And I look forward to um, really welcoming that newness. And I hope you feel differently, not just that the place you return to, but the you that comes back has had some time to change in whatever Thank ways you. you need. I have great expectation for that too. I've been ordained about 20, almost 28 years, and I've never had a sabbatical. So uh, I, I realized the significance in that. So you also think it's wanna... time? <laughs> Is it about time I for one I think it's then? time. Yes, I do think it's time. I do want to put a quick plug in for our Command to Preach series since we, we will be on sabbatical with this podcast and won't be able to remind you. But through the summer, uh, it's your turn to tell us what to preach. So there's ways you can submit your scripture submissions on the website for Seth and Dwayne and our sabbatical supply minister, which will be announced this week. So stay tuned. Best wishes to you on your sabbatical. May you have healing. May you have growth. May you find the changes both in comfort and discomfort. And we will all be here waiting for you when you get back, <laughs> hopefully changed in our own ways. I that may it be so, Seth, may it be so. And friends, I am not going on sabbatical, even though the podcast <laughs> is. So I am here if you need me this summer when I am not on vacation. And I look forward to talking to any and all of you about anything that you would like to talk about. Be well, friends. Be well, friends. Have a wonderful summer. <laughs>